I've got a lot of hot air and a lot of escape. Oh, no, oh you stupid <laughs> little twit. Fine. My story's lighter than air. No, let's do it. Let's press on. Fine. And then we can Fine. see. Uh... No, no. Hello there, welcome to Date Fighters, the podcast where we take the same event that occurred on history and attempt to cannibalise ourselves, and I'm going to try and find something else. Okay, he's Jake Yap, I'm Nat Tapley, and I am going to bust for as much time as I can during this introduction, so Jake has a time to flick through all of the October the 8th page of Wikipedia to find some other... It's October the 7th, 7761 BC, the modern Hebrew Canada. Frankly... Poor effort is Elizabeth Philip Roper. How are you, Elizabeth? <laughs> you may think them poor. I think they are. They are rich beyond riches. I. They are the golden doubloons hidden at the back of my mother's dresser. Why they, does your mother hide doubloons in her dresser? Yeah. Is your mother a retired she's weird. Uh, she was a pirate. Yeah, she's got a massive beard and always in trouble. Don't uh, oh, do you, want to, do you want to hear my exciting news? Do you want to hear my exciting mm. news? Is it about Jesus, your dog? Jesus, Jesus. No. <laughs> okay, then yes. <laughs> Did you have a dry willy today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, it's my favourite pirate's dry willy. Until you went to see. Oh, dear. No, my very exciting news is I have succeeded in making apple cider vinegar. Yes, Ooh. chase me. That's well, amazing. you attempted to make apple cider and it went wrong. Did you just leave some cider out on the side? <laughs> no, first first one makes cider from apples and then what? one I makes I need to know vinegar. how you do that. I have apple trees now. You yeah, just exactly, exactly. Squash the apples. So, so here, well, here while I feel, right, so to make apple cider vinegar, take... A load of apples or apple mm. peels, if you've oh. been really good and just taken them and frozen them. Then you take all of that stuff and you put it in a massive bowl of water. And for every apple, you add one teaspoon of sugar. Cover it up um, mm-hmm. and put it in a warm place and forget about it for like three or four weeks. <laughs> and then you go and <laughs> Forgetting about it, I can definitely do. Go and yeah, stick that yeah. in a warm place. And then, and then when, after three or four weeks, it's sort of, it's sort of fermented and it smells sweet. And you go, ooh. And then you sieve out all the um, apples that are fermented, stick them on the compost heap, and and then the worms, and then you're left with this this fluid, and then you put that in. Wow, you're making it sound so good. (laughs) Maybe with a hint of apple cider vinegar, um, Mm. and then you put that bottle in a warm place and shake it every couple of days, and about about four or five weeks later, you've got apple cider vinegar, and it's cost you nothing. Nothing. I mean, it's but a your, lot time of your time and energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got none, none of any of that. And I've got, I've even got the mother floating around in it. Oh, so you can take it, keep it to make more vinegars. Yeah. Exactly. You can make vinegar anything. Now. Can you vinegarize it? Yeah. Could you vinegar? Could you vinegarize. make? Oh my god! Can you make umbongo Spit vinegar? vinegar. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you would, wouldn't you, with your sweetie collection of vodkas? Oh, mm. wow. Okay. Mm, For those of you who don't know the concept behind this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make What's It flavour vodka? Have you tried that yet? Uh, I mean, yes, and I don't need What's It. <laughs> oh, God. Has <clears throat> right. that given you enough time to do your homework? 
Yes, thanks. Let's go. To the 7th of October, Marvelous. 1870, when Leon Gambetta escapes... Uh, I don't know why I said his name Italianly. He's French. Leon Gambetta, Gambetta uh, escaped uh, the Prussian siege of Paris by balloon. Now, you may think that France losing wars to Germany is a very 20th century thing, but it wasn't. They did it in the 19th century, too. And in October, 1870... The Prussians were lined up around Paris and were besieging it. And all of the French government were inside going, uh, no, quel dommage, les Prussies sont là. And Leon Gambetta said, no, we mustn't surrender. We must go into the, find a way to get out and tell everyone to rise up against the Prussians. And everyone went, no. And so he went to hijack one of the post balloons. They were bringing post in by balloon at that point. It was the only way past the siege. Two and a half million letters made their way into Paris by hot air balloon. Uh, There were 66 balloons that went in and out, one of which was called the Armand Babet. So at 11am on the 7th of October, uh, a lot of people gathered um, at the Place Saint-Pierre to watch uh, Léon Gambetta take off in his hot air balloon. The day before, they'd sent up two trial balloons, both of which promptly got lost and disappeared and were never seen again. Um, But he took off and he went to uh, arouse the provinces to uh, rise up against the Prussian invaders. Uh, And he got there and he went, rise up! And they went, okay. And they were promptly beaten and uh, they had to do whatever Bismarck said and they lost. So it was no good. It's a terrible way to arouse somebody, isn't it? You can't arouse me like that. No, he didn't arouse much. Mm. Mm. I don't this arouse day. much. No, not anymore. Not these mm. days. Just, just rub a bit of vinegar on it. <laughs> on the mother. Hello, mother. Hello, Let's mother. rub you on. <laughs> Did I cover everything, Jake? Was that yeah. all right? Yeah, that was pretty good, mate. You've done, done some good there, mate. Uh, I'd mm. like to talk about a Frenchman too. Mm. Uh, but not that one. And when I said hot air, <laughs> I meant I meant the warm air of the Indian Ocean striking Ooh. the sails of a Corsair. God, laboured. Renault. So this is the seventh uh, of October. Renault. Renault Corsair, isn't it? No. Is it? Well, I mean, maybe I'm talking about. Yes. Oh, I'm what do about, you drive? I'm talking An about Umbongo. a ship. <laughs> Yes, I used it to make vinegar. The 7th of October, 1800. Right? Mm. 1800. And the French Corsair... Just writing this down. Da- yes, hang on a minute. 17th. Lick, lick the end. Lick the end before you start writing. Lick the end. 1800. 1800. Yes, 1800. That's right. On its own, yes. fat lady and two yes. zeros. In a Renault, yes. That's yes. right. He's scum yes. up and he's not got his blue badge now. He wants to go into the pound land. Right. Listen, he's called Robert Surcouf, a French corsair. Now, have you heard of it? You may have heard of him, right? Still somewhat celebrated. Is he on on Twitter? From time to time. He he is on Twitter. He's got uh, 811 followers. Ooh. Lucky. Uh, He, I've, I've seen him sort of somewhat celebrated and commemorated in France. Uh, but let's not forget that he was a floating turd in a very real sense. Uh, he made a fortune capturing ships and illegally, even then illegally, trading slaves. Uh, so uh, n- not not the greatest guy, um, but very, I'm not very sure good at... the legality at... of it is the bad bit. Very, very... <laughs> I'm not sure harping on the fact that it was illegal. <laughs> Well, no, but what I'm saying is, no, 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 I, but you know what I'm saying, like, things get normalised, foie gras, come on. Anyway, right, so 
he was really, 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 really good at nicking other people's boats. Um, now, in 1800, he took command of a ship called Confiance, which was a really fast uh, boat with 18 guns. And he just went off and had it. Uh, he captured an, uh, an American ship and then escaped a British ship of the line and then started sort of cruising around just off uh, India and then captured a ship called Prize from Calcutta, uh, sent that off. Uh, then he captured three smaller ships. Then on the 7th of October, uh, near Calcutta or Kolkata, if you prefer, uh, and you should, uh, Confiance met a much bigger ship, 40 guns to their 18 it was called the Kent. As in stupid. As yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As in the home of racism. Yeah. And oh it's the home of racism. Yeah, EDL, BNP, is. NF. Yeah. Nigel Farage. Oh, yeah. Can't say that. You can't All say of them. It. Kent is the home of racism. Anyway. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Undisputed. Uh, and it's got its own border now, so that's all nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they can be racist about even more countries now. Kent was loaded because they'd rescued the crew from another ship called the Queen. And so they were just packed with people and lovely, lovely booty. Uh, They boarded them. They did it with an hour and a half of battling. Uh, Across the decks, they managed to capture the Kent. Uh, A few people died. But the privateers, Robert Sokouf, said, All right, for one hour, you can pillage. Okay, starting now. They got an hour to do pillaging. <laughs> like wow. that, it was like supermarket sweep. It was exactly like <laughs> supermarket <laughs> sweep. Yeah. On if, you find, if you find the inflatable hamburger, you will be in for a circle bonus. <laughs> uh, they were not allowed to touch uh, any of the women. Uh, so it was Good. a pure pure pillage, and uh, and, and just they robbing and stuff. It was, it was a glorious saucy. day for a horrible little turd of a man. It was like okay. un- unlocking the doors to a, a coach party of school children that have come over from the channel. Yeah, only two mm. privateers at a time. No flick knife. <laughs> Where is the fireworks and the pornography? Uh, happy birthday to all of the worst people in the world. Happy birthday to Vladimir Putin, Heinrich Himmler, Simon Cowell, William wow. North, Oliver North, and Jane Torville. Happy birthday to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy Gosh, birthday fair. to Edgar Allan Poe, the father of Gothic literature. He invented the whodunit. He was. His death was quite exciting. On October the 3rd. Uh, he was found delirious in the streets of Baltimore. Having never been to Baltimore before, he didn't live in Baltimore. Just showed up. He was up. found Brilliant. delirious in someone else's clothes, unable to tell anyone what happened. Are you sure and it then... was him and not someone who thought they were him? <laughs> been someone this else. is like when John Noakes ended up in that um, ditch. With Shep. I mean, not no. with Shep. We've <laughs> Burying the corpse Shep of wasn't Shep. there. Didn't, didn't John Noakes go walking and end up in a storm drain? Oh, yes, he did, didn't he? Yeah. So did. How do you two um, know so much about John Noakes? Because so he's... Did... Genius. Lucy and Neighbours. She went blind when she fell in a storm drain. Oh. Anyway. Um, storm drain he's fight. Sa- uh, hang on, so rewind. He's wearing somebody else's clothes. Yeah. He don't Whoops, know what he's doing. He doesn't, doing. He doesn't know what he's been... He doesn't know what he's doing there. Uh, he couldn't tell anyone because he was delirious and he kept recall, repeatedly calling the name Reynolds for the next four days until he died. 
Then that is a Rufus good party. Griswold, that is a very good party. <laughs> yeah, Rufus Griswold, his friend, took over being his literary executor. But Rufus Griswold secretly didn't like him, so he convinced his mother-in-law to sign over all of his works, which he refused to issue, and did lots of biographies saying how rubbish he was. Um, <gasps> And generally stating him and saying that he was a massive alcoholic when actually he probably wasn't. What an extraordinary There is thing the being found I... in someone else's clothes after three days. It's what I'm going to Why... do to Nat. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you waste so much time doing that to somebody who's know. dead? Because you just hate fun. them. It's really fun. Yeah. Just can't <laughs> let it go. Just can't let it go. Move on. Move on. Open up. Love a little. Like, eat a cake. You've you got the name Rufus Griswold. That's that's yes. huge, surely a huge start in anything you want to achieve. Reynolds! No one's ever, no one's ever going to forget Rufus Reynolds! Griswold. <laughs> Reynolds! Now, when, when you say he was found in somebody else's clothes, was yes. he wearing somebody else's pants? Or was he I going commando? If it went, I think commando, uh, probably. And, like, you know, was he black? Like, like how, how sure are we that this is... Uh, him, you know what I mean? How sure are we from anything from the 19th century, really? I don't know if Leon Gambetta really went up in a balloon that people wrote down that he did. I don't I don't. Know I, don't. I mean, you can't even tell. You don't even know if captured Donald your Trump had oxygen or not, do you, mate? Have we I found the chink that. in the armour of date fight? Are we just being <coughs> saying a load of nonsense? I've been taking this very seriously. You, you and now you shatter my illusions. Shat on my illusions. <laughs> so much to bleep. <laughs> Mainly, fortunately, Very racial epithets this time. So if you uh, enjoyed those, listen to Lizzie Roper's Summing Up. Yeah. Oh, 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 uh, no. Um, I liked it when Nat went gambetti right at the start. Yeah, and then realised I was in the wrong sort country. Of, um, yeah. <laughs> yes. And that, was that, that, that gained you a point for no oh, reason whatsoever. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Jake led us a merry dance, didn't he? With he his... Did, um, so cool. I did loads of accents or... and everything. Yes, you, you did do loads of accents. Um, but if I'd made him, I'd if thought... I pretended Robert Sokouf was more like, mais on, uh, yes. bonjour, on va faire du pillage. Mais pas du anything Il faut, il faut rien, il faut pas, non. Yeah, no, um. J'ai trouvé le chink dans l'armoire de Lizzie Roper. It takes a pillage. You found my what? The chink in your armor. Le chink. Le chink dans ton armoire. Chink dans l'armoire. I don't know. Oh, good. Those are the blue to the back oh, of the cupboard good. again. Mm. Well, that'll do yeah. for me. That'll do. That's enough. That's enough to tip the scales of injustice. That um, Today's winner is Sir Jacob. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well done. Merci. Yeah, well done. Merci. If you would like to become a winner like Jake Yap, don't forget to support us on Patreon, where for just £3 you can get a badge which entitles you to currently no discounts around the world. Or if you want to put something in the birthdays and death days, drop us £10 at Ko-Fi and we'll pop your suggestion in the birthdays and the death days. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Hurrah, bye. <laughs>